Good morning, my brothers and sisters. Welcome to season number two, episode number 12 of Be With Me. And we're going to talk about impossible faith today. We're in a section of Luke chapter 17, verse 5 and 6. And it's going to mention something that I've never seen before, and you probably haven't either. And then it says we're supposed to do it. So we're going to figure out that tension. So here we go. Just two verses. This is Luke chapter 17, verse 5 and 6. The apostles said to the Lord, increase our faith. That's verse 5. Verse 6 says, and the Lord said, if you had faith like a grain of mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and planted into the sea and it would obey you. So it starts with a nice request, increase our faith. We're in the faith business, so that's all well and good. But I wanted to get quickly to verse 6, which is, is it just me or has anybody ever seen this? Has anyone seen a Christian, a faith person, pray that a tree jump from here to to the sea and have it done? Has anyone ever heard of that happening in history? Uh, In my knowledge, the answer is no. So if you're looking from the outside without the the eyes of faith, I imagine there could be some criticism of Christianity here. This is a stupid religion. It says that you can do this and you can't do this, so you uh, you have a stupid religion. And I suppose that if you don't see anything, this is the person talking, like, I, I don't see anything happening with your religion, comma, that I'm looking for, uh, then your religion has to be false. So you may ask, if you're a non-believer, can your podcaster move trees? And the answer is no, I cannot. So what in the world does this verse mean? A better question, I think, and we'll get to this at the end, is, is your podcaster pointing you, pointing us, to the maker and mover of trees, and more specifically, to the mover of men's souls? So do we have power over creation, over trees? And there's there's another verse in Matthew chapter 17 that uh, talks about moving a mountain, which was a a common metaphor for that period of time. In fact, it's a common metaphor for our time. I would like to mention, with regards to Matthew 17, as a sort of a parallel passage, you know, can we move mountains? And if you go to England, to Silbury Hill, there is a man-made structure. It is the tallest prehistoric man-made chalk mound in the world. It looks like kind of a roundy, uh, small pyramid. It's 129 feet tall. So can men and women move a mountain? Kind of the answer is yes, I can take you to a place in England where that's happened, or maybe a pyramid. But we're talking about something that's a little more uh, invisible than that. So what is faith? So faith is a settled trust and confidence in God 
based on his character and his promises as revealed in Scripture. I got that from a little commentary. So it involves trusting and obeying and reverencing and following and maybe worshiping as well. So here, the the apostles want a faith that's not devoid. They want something that's functioning, maybe robust, with, uh, with effect. And they seem to say that they want a growing faith, that their faith is little, and Jesus calls them, oh, you of little faith. He called the 12 in the boat when there, when there was a storm. He called them, oh, you of little faith. When Peter tried to walk on water and then failed, he said, you had it. And then he calls them uh, uh, a little faith. So there, there is a concept of faith getting larger, getting stronger, and growing in early in this year, I suppose that's an appropriate prayer. So what about faith-based? Every organization is faith-based. The point is, do you have the right object of your faith? Is your organization uh, based on pointing towards technology or good health or certain politics or maybe beauty? Um, So every organization believes in something. As Christians, we have two things. We have the size of our faith, and then we have the size of the object of our faith. We have a big God, and the question is, can he be genuinely trusted and abided in, as it says in John chapter 15? And to my critics' uh, credit, we don't have a visual kingdom. So we don't have trees moving and mountains moving as a rule. Our kingdom is measured by love and joy and peace and goodness and long-suffering, those uh, invisible traits. And our job is to participate in this. He asks asks us to access his power in this invisible kingdom by prayer. All right, so things I wanted to emphasize or things that came out to me in this passage is it's it's the size of our faith, but it's also the object of our faith. We want to have the right God. I think it's a reasonable thing that, that we ask, Lord, that our faith grow in this next year. And remember that our kingdom is not about trees moving and it's not about mountains moving. Those are metaphors to something which is even more impossible, which is yielding and forgiveness and grace and people's hearts moving towards generosity and kindness and uh, trust in him. So it is doing the impossible. I'm titling this impossible faith. It's an impossible thing we're asking. We're asking people to move into an invisible kingdom with the unseen hand of God. He asks us to be involved with it, with our prayers, and then he wants impact He wants mountains to move, so to speak. He wants hearts to move, which is the impossible, invisible object of our faith, or at least the impact of it. So we could say to a tree or we could say to faith, let's align ourselves with the activities and the things that God wants done, pray for them, and watch the impossible happen. I bless you, my brothers and sisters, as you do that today.